You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for this show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guests are Gary Golka, president of Golka Electric, and Lloyd Quinney, president of Quinney Electric. Gary and Lloyd, happy to be with you today. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast. Happy to be here myself. Yep. Thanks for asking us to do it. Absolutely. Well, we're sitting here uh, in the IEC 2018 uh, Convention and Expo. You guys having a great time so far? So far, for what I've been able to do, uh, <laughs> walking around trying to visit with the vendors and thanking them. Uh, Absolutely. Still have about 30 more to get with. Terrific. Terrific. No, I think it's a good show. Everybody seems be having a good time and seeing new things. I keep hearing, you got to go there, you got to go here, you yeah. better go over there. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. Our, our mes- most precious resource of time is, is the, the main constraint. Yeah, that's all right. There's still, what, three hours tomorrow? Or, that's right. Yeah, so. That's right. That's good. We're good. Good, good, good. Well, well thank you guys again for joining, uh, joining this podcast and, and this conversation to be able to share a little bit about each other so we can learn uh, about who's part of the IEC community. And, and this year, uh, we have uh, Lloyd Quinney that serves as our national board president. Um, he's been a long supporter of IEC. Um, and then and, uh, Gary Golka is our incoming president for 2019. Um, curious to start further back than that, though, if you uh, could tell, tell folks a little bit about um, where you grew up and, and um, you know, kind of when you got your start in the electrical trade. Well, I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got in the trade when I was 16. I was in the VICA program. Yep. And I was working for a company, MT Electric. Mm-hmm. And then and my father was working for a company called Cup Electric. And in 1979, uh, he asked my brother and I if we wanted to start our own shop. Yeah. And so, yeah, that sounds good, you know. Yeah. And about three months working with my dad, I found out I didn't know what I thought I knew. Yeah. And dad made certain I understood yeah. that. but. Uh, we're celebrating 39 years this year. Amazing. Uh, wow. Uh, That's great. It's, been, it's That's great. been a journey. It's time time gone fast, time gone slow, depends on the day, how you look at it. <laughs> it depends on the day. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, time does seem to be flying a lot quicker yeah. as you age. So, yeah. You uh, bet. The, you the bet. birthdays come a lot quicker. Yeah. So. But the trade has been good to you. and, and The trade has yeah. been good. Uh, IEC has been good to us. hmm uh, we've been involved with IEC for about 36, 37 years now. Mm-hmm. And we believe in the training that the IEC offers. Yeah. Uh, and there are a lot of other benefits that we've reaped through the years. And Absolutely. That, uh, well, it, it shows I drank the water because look where I'm sitting now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we're appreciative that, that you drank that water and... and uh, and, and have been a great leader for us uh, through the years, Lloyd. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Qu- Gary, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and, and how you ventured your way into this exciting trade. I grew up in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was an electrical contractor. Where about in the Midwest again? I can't remember. In the middle of Nebraska. Nebraska. Yep. Yeah. A place that more Polish was spoken than English. Is that right? Absolutely. Wow. wow. So uh, he was a small electrical contractor, plumber, yeah. welder, Massey Ferguson dealer. Uh-huh. Jack of all trades. Yeah. 
decided to move to Arizona. Uh -huh. So we moved when I was nine. I grew up, and then he decided he wasn't going to be an electrical contractor anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's another story about moving to IBEW and them not wanting him to even open up a shop there. So wow. he, after a while, wow. he decided to open up a, a non-IBEW shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did everything I could to not be an electrician. Mm -hmm. I was a music major. I was an opera. I have a degree in opera. I'm like, I, I did anything I could to not be an electrician. We'll, we'll ask you to sing here shortly. <laughs> Maybe so. not. I was an opera tech. <laughs> uh, okay. I was into building sets and being a stage manager and gotcha. being a production manager. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, and then family stuff happened. I, I yeah. got my first job teaching. I yeah. was offered a job, and I'd already, <laughs> as a as a just a part-time electrician going to grad school, I yeah. I would paid taxes on almost double what they were offering me to be a full-time teacher. Is that right? <laughs> so I thought, oh, I want to get married. I met my love. I was like, I need to figure out a way to make more money than I was going to make being a teacher. Wow. So I'm like, Dad, maybe maybe this electrician thing <laughs> wouldn't be so bad. Wow. So wow. then I went back. And then eventually we bought them out, and we'll be 50 years next year. 50 years. Yep. 50 years as a family company. That's fantastic. In Arizona. Wow. And then, you know, there was another then before 17 that. years before that. And before that. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you still have family roots back in the Midwest, too? Yeah. You got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of family there. Family yeah. in Canada, you know. Good. Good, good, good. Well, excellent. Excellent. Um, and, the, and the trade is, yeah, it's been in, in uh, your family bloodline, and yeah. it's been, yeah. It's been good, good to my family. I mean, we have a lot of, we have employees that have been with us 30 years, and yeah. I would think they would tell you the same thing. They've been yeah. able to raise their kids, send them to school. Yeah. Consistent paychecks, you know, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, I'm been yeah. good to us. Good, 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 good. You know, we, we learn a lot through our experiences in life, and we gain hopefully wisdom and knowledge <laughs> off of our experiences, so we don't make the same right. choices that we would have made if we knew something. If if you had the opportunity to go back in time, and, and Lloyd, I'll ask, ask you this question first. Um, if you had the opportunity to go back in time and talk to your younger self at age. 17, 18, what, and, and you had 15 seconds to be able to share a kernel of knowledge, what do you think you'd share with yourself if, if you had that opportunity? I think I would have continued on and acquired my engineering degree, mm -hmm. finished that, and I think that would have benefited our business uh, that right? in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got so tied up into making money, taking care of the business, yeah. it lost focus on going back and being, quote, the engineer designing the work. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the business was going so fast and you had to focus on that right. and it took away from some of the longer-term longer right. goals, Correct. perhaps. And, yeah. You know, but the majority of our work was pre-engineered, so the, yeah. that wasn't the big asset of being the engineer. It was uh, my desire at that mm -hmm. time, but... Looking back on now, seeing some of the requirements uh, that are on the streets today, I think having have had that engineering degree behind me mm -hmm. would have granted us different uh, market share that we could have been grabbing. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting, so. interesting. Huh. So. Would your younger self have listened to you? <laughs> Hell, I didn't start listening to myself till I was in the late thirties. So, you know, I, I remember my dad saying, "I never see 30. Yeah. And on my fiftieth birthday, I woke up and I just I looked up to heaven and said, "Hey, old man, yeah, you're here wrong. we are, here we are." So, that's terrific. That's uh, terrific. Well, good, 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 good. And Gary, same same opportunity. You, 
you have the flux capacitor at, at your disposal to be able to go back in time. Is there a nugget of wisdom that you'd share with your younger self? Uh, yeah, I'd say, uh, I'd say looking back now, I would say that it's funny. It's a very interesting parallel. I would say, yes, stay in school and get your engineering degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I was on the path to get one too, Is that right? And didn't didn't quite get it because I think I think it might have made things a little different. I don't know how they would have been different, but yeah. they would have been different. And I guess the reason that I feel that way is because uh, as I've gotten older, I think the biggest thing that you can do is be professional in, yeah. in any endeavor, whatever yeah. you're doing. Just try to be a professional about yeah, it. Exactly, I agree. Yeah. And and so if, and having that engineering degree, I think would make it seem that I was a little more professional in whatever I did. So mm-hmm. I think that, that would be part of it. And, sure. and I, I probably would say that that would be the smartest thing I could have done. Although yeah. another thing that I'd tell myself is live life a little better and don't, don't let your business own you. Yeah. Say more about that. What, yeah, like the work life balance can piece. You yeah. If you let yeah. it, it can yeah. consume every bit of time, every mm-hmm. bit of thought, every right. bit of passion that you have. Right. And uh, when you get to the end or you get near the end, sometimes mm-hmm. you think, you know, I, I, maybe I'll let it consume me a little too much. Yeah. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons I started volunteering at IEC yeah. years ago. Was I, I, good people, yeah. still business related, but, right. but, it's, but it's not me chugging away at the business. It's, right. it's kind of trying to help the industry back. Gotcha. And so gotcha. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think Especially yeah, business owners and, and professionals and, and people that, that were that, that personality, right, that wants to involve ourselves and dedicate and, and really focus and drive and problem solve, that, um, that, yeah, it can consume us. Our passions can consume us. Yep. And at some point, we need to take pause and recognize, yeah, we need to shift gears a little bit. So for you, volunteering to IEC helped then give you a bigger picture of something to give back to yep. in a way well, that's made it interesting. Like huh? church, volunteering in your yeah. town. You know, you need, yeah. you need to do enough of that, that that you're not just completely consumed and be, yeah. be owned yeah. by your business. I don't right. think that's good. Right. You need to own the business, not have it own you. Not have it own you. Yeah, good point. Good point. I yeah. like the way you put that, too. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, I'm curious, too, you know, the, the perspective that you've gained... Um, over the years and, and running your business, uh, it, it can seem so chaotic and, and crazy at times of <laughs> why we've chosen the industry and why you've chosen to be a business owner. And, um, and I think that, that sometimes, yeah, especially uh, as you're coming up, that, that we have different conceptions as to what leadership and, and what business management and ownership is like. Um, Somebody that's that's looking at the beginning of their career path, they're they're an apprentice and they're they're kind of looking towards that trajectory. Are there bits of wisdom that you would share with them as to the realities of, of being a business owner, so they can understand that it's not all uh, not all fun all the time. Well, you use the word chaos. I heard you use the word chaos. <laughs> and you said it seems like chaos. And I'm thinking to myself, the reason that it seems that way is because it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah. I, would, I would also say that that's, that's just a reflection of our world today, too. Yeah. I, think that, I think that a lot of people um, struggle with the fact that our world, especially in America, but I think all over the world, is just yeah. more chaotic today. Yeah. It's... People expect you to be able to do more, faster, quicker, with less, right. and, and 
and answer the phone all the time. I mean, and, and, yeah. and electronics have made us able to do some of those things right. more frequently or more right. often. And so I, I think that chaos is is with us. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't know that it'll ever change. So I think you True. need to learn how to deal with it. Right. Because right. It, will all, it will be that way. Right. And I would say the chaos has come more, seemed like after, well, you remember when cell phones first came out? Mm-hmm. They took up half the trunk of your car. Mm-hmm. Then they came down to the size of a brick. Right. Now you can put it in your back pocket, right. your shirt pocket, and we don't separate because everyone is, has your cell phone number. Right. So if they think of it, it could be 7, 8 o'clock at night, and they're going to call you. So you don't have that me time yeah. to get home, spend the time with the family, you know, play with the dogs. Yeah. Uh, unless you just shut it off. And I know very few business owners that we're just going to shut our phone off. Right, right. Because we respect our clients. Right, If a right. client has an emergency, we, we, we have an emergency. Correct, yeah, so, yeah. You know, I, I, that's, I think, part of what's caused some of the chaos, Yeah. you know, in our lives. You're right. You're right. Because, you know, growing up, you know, you didn't give your home phone number out right. to the clients. Yeah. You know, you had an answering service, and, you know, they kind of screened the calls for you. Right. If it was a true emergency, then, yeah, they right. contact you at home and, and what have you, so, and then you deal with it that way. You know, and that, that's changed, but, you know, what are, do I regret it? No. Yeah, it's just it's become a way of life. Yeah, I, I, that's part of the feeling I think on some of the chaos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with the, with the expectations continue, you know, of, of faster, quicker, cheaper, you know, efficient, more efficient. Absolutely. Yeah, and it it's it seems to be that that integration of technology into the construction industry, which is helping to keep that that treadmill. Keeps yeah getting faster and faster, but well, I think the treadmill is one reason, and I think I actually think that uh, that people who want to not go so fast mm-hmm. or have a have a way uh, disconnected life at many times yeah. probably aren't going to want to be in construction. Mm-hmm. It's just never it's never been that way. Yeah. Yeah. Construction has always been about productivity. I mean, yeah. building skyscrapers in New York in 1930 was about right. productivity. Right. And building data centers today is about productivity. Productivity. Interesting. And so I actually think that the, the labor shortage and, and the treadmill thing are actually getting our industry to act, embrace technology, which I mm-hmm. think will bring in younger people. Yeah. Because we, we didn't really use a lot of technology for quite a few years. Cause it right. Was, I mean, it's... It's dirt and it's concrete. The fun, yeah, the and fundamentals. Steel, yeah, sure, and, you know, sure. And and, uh, and now technology is coming because we have to. We're being forced mm-hmm. to. Yeah. You know. And, but I think it's also good because it's it's attractive to people who that's important to. Right. And I think it, it it's just a continuation of that treadmill, though. I yeah. mean, there you are. Now you now you've got a tool, and if you're not using it, you're not going to be productive. You're not going to be able to keep up. So yeah. So the treadmill keeps going. We just it have does. different tools in the way. But I, it does. I think it's good for the industry. Yeah. 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 And Lloyd, I know, yeah, you've, you've integrated a lot of technology into your company in, in recent years. Um, technology is friend and foe, <laughs> all the same. Um, how, how do you kind of stay current and, and plug in to be able to yeah, keep up with the expectations on the job site and continue to innovate that way? 
we kind of lag, in my opinion, mm-hmm. a little behind where we should be. Mm-hmm. But also, I have to keep in mind technology. I have some guys that have been with me over 30 years, just as Gary does. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple guys, I bought them smartphones to use in work. And they didn't want all the extra features on it. Right, right. Okay. But now, through after them having the smartphones for five or six years, now they won't pick up the phone and call you. They're going to text you. They'll text you. Yeah, sure. You know, and, you know, if I'm driving down the road, text doesn't get responded to until I get you right. know, where I'm stopping. As, as well so, it should not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, technology is definitely helping out. And mm-hmm. you know, I remember when we first went in business. I used to do manual takeoffs. Yeah. On paper, well, that's that's all computerized now. Right. Uh, drawings. You'd go to the plan room, bring a set of drawings and specifications out, pay a deposit on it. Now that's all sent digital to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, your communications, even if you have landlines, you're, you're more than likely on fiber and voice over IP. Yeah. So I, it, it's 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 to the good. Yeah. Um, but it's hard for a a small contractor to absorb the expense of mm-hmm. moving to a fully BIM operation mm-hmm. or rivets. Yeah. Um, just the price of it and having the people in there in the office so we end up when we have that requirement we end up having to sub that out i don't know if y'all do bim in your company or we have one young lady in the office who does revit for the jobs that we have to have that on there we have some requirement mm-hmm. just like you do yeah. mm-hmm. every once in a while you get a job they're like you thou shalt yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> thou shalt use this technology <laughs> this way and you better hurry up and learn it and buy it and then you do that so. right right well you know and, and like in my case generally the only thing that's of issue to me is going to be my cable track mm. outside of that if my conduit's going to interfere with the duct system i've got to reroute my conduit yeah but the cable tray, you know, that that's a consistent. So that that's the main thing that we're incorporating on the BIM, where you know they can put it on the BIM and share it with everybody else. All the, yeah, so they uh, know where. Yeah, uh, keep keep the plans and keep everything separate. Right, and, because yeah, every time we come in, and then, like I said, if my conduit is interfering with ductwork, right, or with sprinkler, right, uh, guess who's told to reroute? Right. So, yeah. yeah. You, you asked how we keep up or how we decide. I, yeah. Actually, coming to this thing is how I decide. Coming to, coming to, this coming to the IEC convention. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because you get to see the stuff from the vendors and you see what's, in, what's interesting to me is we'll be sitting at a booth thinking, I'll be sitting at a booth thinking, ah, we're not going to do this. <laughs> and, and then two people next to me are going, wow, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. We did this right. six months ago and it's been so great. And you're like, hmm. Peaks <laughs> your interest a little bit, <laughs> so right? you got to rethink the whole thing. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's the combination of the vendor plus your peers yeah. either telling you that that thing that you thought didn't think much of is making them do right. little hand, you know, yeah. hand springs down the aisle, and and so I think that combination is what is why I, that's why I keep coming after I don't know twenty something years of coming to this thing. Yeah. It's it's uh it's it's the best way. I mean, you can see it, get feedback from somebody mm-hmm. that you don't know but you probably trust because right. they're here and they're right. you know. 
Right. They wouldn't be here if they weren't smart. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. No, you well, yeah, see, and it does. It does. You, you Go do. Ahead. You definitely, by attending uh, the convention, the trade show, you, I don't know about you, but I get hundreds of emails a day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are unsolicited, so they're just deleted. And I might have just deleted something that would be beneficial to Corning mm-hmm. Electric. Right. Uh, as we got up here and to the trade show, well, the company changed their name, and I didn't know it, and I've been deleting their email. Right. So we, we're, we're getting that straight when yeah. we get back. Yeah. And, but, no, you're right. You get speaking with others and your fellow contractors, and they say, well, you know, this really helped me out in my service side of the mm-hmm. business. Uh, we were able to increase our billing cycle by mm-hmm. us- utilizing this program. Well, if Gary tells me something benefited him, I'm going to be more apt to do research on it. How is that going to benefit Corny Electric? Right. A salesman tells me, you know, this is going to benefit Quinny Electric. Well, that's like telling me ice cream is not going to make me fat. i got to check it out. Is it sugar-free or not? <laughs> right, right. So, I kick the tires on it a little bit. Kick the tires on it. Yeah. But you're more apt to trust a peer, you know, talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, in this technolo- technological world that we just talked about, it, it comes back to word of mouth in a lot of ways. And having that opportunity to have live one-on-one conversation of which then I would I would also say that the vendors that are here are also smart they've made the right decision to be able to invest to to come here and go direct to contractors and share what solutions they have to be able to provide and that that helps to then build those relationships to communicate and see if what they can provide can benefit your business and then you learn from peers at the same time construction in spite of how it seems when you look at it and it's people on equipment and running around and it, it is a people business. Yeah. This is still a very much a people business. Yeah. And so being here and seeing people and having them tell you things that they can they can kind of gauge your your feedback mm-hmm. and they can answer the question that you have, the, the, the little sales piece that you get or the right. email can't answer that mm-hmm. one question that you're right. like, eh, I'm not sure. Only if it can do this. Right. And they're like, well, let me show you that part. And so right. then, that's, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a people business and it's a people sale. Yeah. And, it's, and especially if you're going to maybe go on the bleeding edge of leading technology, which no one wants to be at. Mm-hmm. You know, but leading edge is good. Bleeding edge, not so good. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. But good. you can at least try and fix that here. So it's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And along with that, too. Like attending the convention, okay. As Gary stated, construction is a people job. Uh, it's not evolved where we can have robots doing our work. Right. We're not a. We're not like an assembly line. Right. Highly skilled. Highly skilled profession. Highly skilled. And, but, you come to the trade show and you see, some of the technology and machinery that can help you save in your labor. Right. And reduce the stress on your your labor force, where mm-hmm. they can produce more, mm-hmm. or with less safety mm-hmm. uh, exposure, uh, exposure, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. ergonomics, yeah, on it, right, right. So uh, that's good to come and see. Uh, you know, the, 
you can't always test it to see how it would work in your company right. when you're at the trade show. Right. But then here again, one of your peers may already be utilizing it. Mm-hmm. But then two, you know, I come from a larger city. Yeah. So if there's a product that I see that Greenlee has mm-hmm. or a Milwaukee, I can get demonstrations done at right. my shop. Right. So yeah, you, know. you make make get exposure to it at, at this, and then you can take that home as a takeaway. Reach out to your local representative right. from those companies, and, and they'll be and happy to come I out. Get requested for a demonstration at my office or, mm-hmm. or out on a job site. Then I'm getting the buy-in of my guys in the field that are going to be utilizing. Right. Trust me. You don't want me bending conduit. <laughs> I will generate you a scrap pile. Uh, it's been so many years since I've done it. The, the uh, scrapyard likes it when you bend conduit, yes. Lloyd. So, so uh, you know, let's just be honest. I'm, I'm, yeah. At one time, I was pretty good, but um, yeah, it's a lost art. You're now. like me. You're yeah. a spreadsheet genius now. Yeah, I'm a spreadsheet <laughs> genius. I, I, I can run those numbers for you, but. He can. He's, he's done some magic on those spreadsheets. I've seen him. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, your, your chosen business model, Merit Shop, and the Open Shop. I'm curious what that means to you and your business and the philosophy that you run your businesses by that. Well, we're a Merit Shop because my father, prior to us starting Quinny Electric, was 27 years in IBEW. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he got so fed up with he could not reward people based on their merit. Put into what their, they put into yes. it, and he could have a dud electrician, somebody that was so lazy, and he would have to pay him the same as the guy that was proud of his job, proud of his work. Mm. And wanted to excel in the industry. Mm-hmm. And in the marriage shop, okay, for example, with the apprenticeship program, okay, you have a minimum wage that mm-hmm. that apprentice is going to be paid. Mm-hmm. But key word, minimum. If that apprentice is wanting to excel, you can pay him more than what his minimum base mm-hmm. wage is, as we do with our journeymans. Right. You know, uh, in my area, the average first-year journeyman is about sixteen fifty. Mm-hmm. Key word: average. We have first-year journeymans that are making twenty-two dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, we do our wage surveys annually, and you know, so we kind of get the, to see how this actually works. Mm-hmm. And the merit shop is a, a good trade to be in and if you if if you put in to your life and your career Mm -hmm. you will be rewarded if you don't put in and you expect something just to be given to you this is not the trade for you to be Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what's your opinion on that that's once again very similar story my dad was IBW uh, we moved out to Arizona. I was pretty young. I was, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something like that. I, I distinctly recall when he came back from going down to become signatory and mm-hmm. telling him he was going to open up a shop. And he came back and they, they said, we don't, ha- we don't need any more electricians in the state. You better go back to Nebraska because you're not going to be an electrician here. Mm. And he's like, 
well, 19 years in the IBW, and they're telling me they don't want me anymore. Hmm. So he says, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to do what we have to do. We're going to start a business, and mm-hmm. we'll just do it the other way. And so he went. He just decided that was ridiculous. And then it was yeah. kind of interesting because about three years later, when the company grew a little bit, then, then they kind of wanted him to sign back up again. And mm-hmm. he said, nope, I got my guys. You won't take my guys with me. And, and uh, mm-hmm. the guys that have got me go on the next four years. Wow. That's who we're sticking with. And no, thank you. So, yeah. and I, I mean, he talked talk to me after all those decisions. Yeah. I, was, I was always working out in the field as yeah. young and helping out. And I was always wondering what was going on. So, so those are the little conversations that stick with you over the years, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You, then you, you try to tell people, you know, they don't. I don't know that they necessarily want you for what, for what you think you can do for them. You know, mm-hmm. the people on our side in the merit shop business probably are more interested in rewarding the people that go the extra mile, that that want to improve right. themselves. You want to improve yourself. The the, the, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. As far mm-hmm. as we're concerned. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we're looking for that. Right. And right. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure that the, that a non-merit shop is like that. Yeah. So, my, my father would say it's not, right. <laughs> and he would know. <laughs> gotcha. Good. 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 Well, that's great. That's great. And you're both very successful in your businesses and in in the San Antonio area and in the Greater Phoenix and Mesa Arizona area. Um, and and I know that you both you mentioned Lloyd. You mentioned apprenticeship training and and one of the key cornerstone programs that that IEC works to provide back to the industry, of course, is our apprenticeship training program, four-year program. Um, we, we uh, as an association, we're 60 years old. Um, we, within that program, it, it has, uh, it's truly world-class, and, and we've taught tens of thousands uh, of electricians throughout the years. And th- this year, we're, we're going to hit the 12,000 apprentices trained through our, our 51 IEC training centers across the country alone. Um, why do you choose to enroll your apprentices into IEC? Are there benefits that you see from a business perspective? And An apprentice, it will, if he's not going through the schooling, getting the instruction, will not learn everything he needs to learn code-wise out in the field. Mm-hmm. There are so many variations and various types of projects that not all companies are going to work in every aspect of it. And so by having the classroom instruction, okay, they're, they're learning their Ohm's Law, they're learning the calculations and the formulas, but then when they go to their employer and working, getting their OJT, they're getting the skill and knowledge on it, mm-hmm. but they're getting the, the book knowledge in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And not everyone is willing to sit down and read mm-hmm. in the evening, okay? These apprentices are going to school four to five hours a week mm-hmm. after work. Yeah. Getting homework, they're, giving, they're showing to me as an employer, you know what? I stand above the others because I'm willing to make this commitment. Right. Okay? And... Not all, not every apprentice is going to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year apprentices, I, what would you say, end up dropping out? Twenty five percent. 
on average? Yeah, a lot of it is always that construction's not for them, or mm-hmm. or they don't want to. They discover they don't want to be outside all the sure. time. They, sure. There's a lot of reasons. It's not because they can't do it, or uh, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons they don't. They don't. Yeah. Make it, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. Not, not for, for everybody well, necessarily. Sure, that's what college is about too. Sure, yeah. go to college. You think I'm going to do this, and you get part way down the road, and you're like, nope, not for me. Got to yep. change to something else. Double so, back and do right. the U-turn. That's yeah, right. yeah. And but, you know, if they're willing to make that commitment on it, okay, that's telling me that well, they're a little bit better than somebody that has no interest in improving mm-hmm. themselves. Right. And so, you know, in, in our our business. Priority is to apprentices mm-hmm. and veterans. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we go to referrals mm-hmm. on it. But we believe those that either came through the IEC program or that are in the IEC program, mm-hmm. and then we, like I say, we are definitely appreciate our veterans for mm-hmm. what they've done. Those that have served, yeah, yeah. Right. Those are our prior priorities on hiring. Great. Yeah. 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 Good. I'm in a little different position yeah. than, than you, Lloyd, probably, because you live in Texas, and there's a you know requirement to be licensed to be a worker. Hmm. Um, in, in Arizona, there's no journeyman's license. There's hmm. only a contractor's license. So by the by the power invested in me by the state of Arizona, I can I guess I can call anybody I want to an electrician, <laughs> even if it's not true. <laughs> so uh, so we use it as a as a perk and a benefit. I I, I tell them. If, if you show me that you want to learn and that you want to improve yourself and you want to make a career out of this, I will put you through school. You make, we'll you make that investment. You we'll make that invest investment. In you. Yeah. you invest in this company and the company will invest in you. Yeah. So that's that's the primary reason that we use uh, right. apprenticeship training because you, you don't have to go there. Right. A lot of companies don't send any people there. Hmm. Um, it's, it's purely about do I, do I want, do I feel like they can be a good electrician right. or, or not and if yeah. they want show that desire then, then we want to help them yeah so it's 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 another part of that merit shop thing where it's right. like you know you we'll take care of you if you work for the company yeah. and, and make sure that you get a career as opposed to just a job because because after you become an apprenticeship as you've gone through an apprenticeship i think you're on the way to a career mm-hmm. the other reason i like to put people in apprenticeship is because uh, the one that they have today the, the education they're getting today is Far superior to the one that I got. Yeah. So, I, I just think that they, they turn out in four years they they're a lot better electrician than I was after four years of, of you know being taught by a journeyman only. Right. And whatever right. that journeyman taught me, he taught me all the good things that he knew, and he taught mm-hmm. me all the bad things that he knew. Right. <laughs> he taught me all his bad attitudes and his good attitudes, and and I think the school is a much more leveled a leveled professional way to learn. Right. That you're not depending on somebody who may or may not hit all the gaps in your knowledge or sure. fill in the gaps the right way. So, I, it's just a far better way to do it than than, than the hit and miss journeyman. Yeah, you know, no, I, yeah. I definitely beating agree it into your head. That. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree because I remember. Well, we have done very very little residential. And in fact, the only residential I think we've done outside the service department was our homes when we built our homes. Yeah, I was just going to say, your house, you did that, right? Yeah. And I've got enough copper up there. I didn't even have to use an antenna for the TV uh, because I was more of a commercial. And I'd be damned if I was going to have a breaker trip anywhere. 
so you know, uh, it's a standard house, but I got forty-two circuits in my house. <laughs> you know, That's, you're like me. I'm like, uh, breakers are cheap. <laughs> yeah, waking yeah. up in the middle of the night to go figure out why my daughter doesn't have power. <laughs> uh, you know, and a little backup system. I would have probably been a little lighter on the load centers. You know, had I had the residential. Mm-hmm. Uh, experience instead of me breaking things out more to a commercial load yeah. type calculation. Yeah. Uh, hmm. but, That's funny. but no, I, I don't regret it. Yeah. And I've only tripped a breaker once, and that's because I, I plugged a, a bad compressor into it, and it was a circuit in the garage. <laughs> it did its job. It did its job. It did what it needed to do. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm curious too. I mean, yeah, we, we could talk we could talk for hours and days and weeks. Um, and and there's so much complexity within this industry, which is what part of what makes it exciting and appealing. Um, when when you talk to young people that are looking at a career path in front of them, how, you know, what 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 do you or, or when you're hiring even what what skills are you looking for? Or what do you what do you uh, impart knowledge on those people looking at the career path? What do they need to know? to be a success in, in marriage shop electrical contracting? I, I don't think they have to know anything coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think construction is a great field that way because yeah. actually everyone knows many of the things that they have to know mm-hmm. to start. Yeah, I think you have to be, to be an electrician, I think you have to be able to do some math. I think that if you don't like math or, or you can't do math or you've convinced yourself that you can't do math, even if you can, yeah. Uh, Maybe another part of construction would be better because we're we're a little math heavy. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's all about a watt and a amp mm-hmm. and a volt. You got to be able to deal with all that. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I th- I think uh, wanting to work, wanting to s- the, the the best thing I would yeah. tell somebody if you want to be an electrician, you tell me when when you work on a project, you built whatever it was, and you got to the last toothpick or the last part of that little yeah. construction set or the last Lego. Last or piece of the was, puzzle, yeah. Did that really give you a thrill to, like, put that last piece in Completion. and have it be done? Yeah. And, and so if they say yes, I say, well, then, you, then, then construction's probably right. a good place for you to be because so that's what it's about. Their character. It's about character building piece. something, yeah. Yeah. kind of like a kit. I mean, mm-hmm. right. you know, it's a kit, right? Here's the plans. Here's a bunch of stuff all over a construction site. It kind of gets done. And then you flip for us. You flip the switch, switch on, or you throw the main switch, and the lights come on, and you're like, "All right, success." That's, that's yeah. the feeling. The that fulfillment. You feel the fulfillment. Like yeah. You feel, so if, you, if if that kind of thing it matters to you, yeah, and, and you you're a person that that's a, that, that you have that in, in you, it's an innate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's 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 then this is your field. Yeah, the skills can be taught. Oh, is yeah. what I hear yeah. you saying. Yep. Is 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 yep. it's a personal satisfaction, motivation, and drive. To, you have to want to learn, and right. you have to have that sense of wanting to finish yeah. the job, get a job, get it done. Yeah. And, and, you know, somebody that wants to, they have to have their hands involved in it. Yeah. You know, uh, talk with them and find out, you know, uh, do you, you like gardening? Do you like working on your car, which most people can't work on their cars anymore? Uh, since everything's computerized. Oh, computerized, yeah. But you'd be surprised some of the young students that come in to the office, they say, well, I changed my oil, I changed mm-hmm. this. And, and you you talk to them and find out, uh, do you enjoy building stuff? Right. And, 
they'll start loosening up and yeah, you know, I've done this, I've done that. Uh, mm-hmm. I helped my uncle put some plugs in. Yeah, yeah, they start letting out. And those are the ones that, you know, you want to try to encourage. Yeah. Uh, if they don't have ambition, they don't want to get, if they don't want to get dirt under their nails, mm-hmm. uh, a pair of gloves is not going to help them. Yeah. Uh, say, I can guarantee you they're going to get dirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's great. That's know, great. And, you know, I, I'll, I don't know about you, Gary. I know the first place I started out in the field and was digging a ditch. They'd miss the building five foot yep. and having to dig it up. So, uh. yep. Yeah, I remember. Well, I'd already been at work for a while, but I had a foreman. I had some tools, and my dad sent me over to a job, and the foreman there was like, I don't know what you brought those for. This is all you're going to need. He handed me a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, a lot of that's just a test to see if you if you if you can, you know, the discipline. Head down and yeah, get a little dirt. The discipline there, you know? to be I mean, able to. Yeah. Little, that was sure. a, and that's in the old days. I, yeah. you know, we do. We don't even do that much of that anymore because no. there's no time. You can't waste people's time on that. You right. gotta You got to be able to get yeah get conduit put in and get wire yeah. put in and get buildings built. So yeah. But no, back all, then that was a, that was that a was, test that if, was gonna, if you can yeah. stick to it a little bit. Yeah. So, now that. Pretty much now, the only time they're down in a ditch is they've got to just do a little cleanup on yep. it. Yeah. So. Good. Uh, Good. Well, I'm curious too. Yeah. What do you do in your off time? How do you have fun? What? What? Uh, you know, Gary. I would assume there's music that's still a thread. If that's kind of where you started at one point, are you? I, I, you enjoy? I, I still sing a little bit at church. Do you? Yeah. I still sing at weddings and funerals. Yeah. I do some of that. Yeah. I. I support a lot of community endeavors. I think that's really what I do now. I, mm-hmm. I sat on school boards. I sit now on the community college district board. I, yeah. I'm, Give back to the community. Yeah, and, I think yeah. that's, that's really what I like to do. Yeah. So it's, yeah I've it's, sat yeah. on the Mesa Symphony Board. I've, I mean, right. I, I, you know, those are things that matter. Those are things that make a community a better place to live. And right. so it's good to do those kind of yeah. things. Yeah, be a are, part of they it. They turn into your hobbies, I think, right. when you get a little older and you can't yeah. go snow skiing anymore. I mean, yeah. If I decided to trap on a pair of snow skis, everybody in my company would go, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't even think about that. <laughs> need, need a special insurance rider yeah. for that special trip. But, but the fulfillment, I imagine, you know, I can sense you know, that you get, get great fulfillment for giving back and, and being a part of yeah. your community yeah. that way. I yeah. Think, yeah. I think that's a, that's a, that's a key. How, why it would, is. Why does... Just like a person remodels their house once in a while yeah. or tries to put a new floor in the kitchen or whatever it is, I feel that way about a city. Yeah. If you're not remodeling your city mm-hmm. and, and trying to improve it every once in a while, well, then I, I don't know why you're living there. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if you're not part of the solution, yeah. then, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Good. Lloyd, what do you, what do, you do for fun and, yeah, how do you unplug? I'm like, I'm like Gary, you know. You have to give back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get involved with area communities and uh, various charities from time to time. But one of my most relaxing things is fishing. I, yeah. I love being on the boat. I love salt water. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm a water baby. I just love water. Yeah. Um, and I love hunting. Yeah. And... You know, it, to me, it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. I'm out in nature. But then I shared with some the other day, 
I enjoy gardening. I just mm-hmm. hate cutting grass. Uh, you know, as long as I can plant it when yeah. it grows and I can keep trimmed up, that's relaxing to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it rebuilds my spirit. Yeah. Having to get on that mower and get the weed eater out and yeah. cut around it. Uh, if I had to continually cut my own grass, uh, there'll be a lot of trees uprooted and everything. I'm being straight lines so mm-hmm. I don't have to get the weed eater out and <laughs> cut around it. So. Uh, All the cut-in work. Yeah, right. understood. You know, the details understood. of it. Yeah. That's no, your... the outdoors is my relaxation. That's that's where you get your recharge. Yeah. That's great. Uh, be that's out great. On, be out on the back patio, have yeah. friends over, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. drinking adult beverage, barbecuing. Yeah. Uh, just kicking yeah. back and relaxing. Yeah. And, and sharing with your neighbors. Yeah. That's fantastic. So. That's fantastic. Well, I want to thank both of you gentlemen for sitting in today and uh, sharing bit of your 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 past your present a little bit of the future um as to who you are and where you're headed and what you think about the industry shared some thoughts about iec um shared some thoughts about this event and uh and hopefully we'll be able to see more of our peers out there at at next year's upcoming event too and we'll be in st louis um in 2019 um but gary and lloyd thank you thanks for having us terrific enjoyed it And thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams. Thank you very much.